Welcome to the Trusted Advisor Podcast brought to you by Iroquois Group. Iroquois is your trusted advisor in all things insurance. This week, you are listening to Charlie's Corner, a segment hosted by our very own Charlie Venus. Welcome back, Jackie LaRock of RT Specialty. Last time we signed off after covering cyber liability. We are excited to dive into DNO today. So what, what, what are the market trends there? What's going on from a claim standpoint? And what do you see the impact of COVID-19 on the DNO marketplace? So the public DNO marketplace is in a very difficult spot right now. It has been hardening for years due to um, difficulties with claims activity and premiums being below where they needed to be. So the, the carriers have been looking for rate for the last year to two years, depending on the risk. On top of that, we've had very low investment returns. Carriers looking for their investment returns to help buoy um, their overall financial state have not been successful in that area. On top of this, we've had social inflation and we've had event-driven litigation. So think of like Me Too type situations that have caused an increase in claims. Um, With COVID, losses have continued to rise and the underwriters have been worried about the typical exposures you have when you're in a financial um, financially difficult economy, and those include financial insolvency, uh, poor management, um, reductions in personnel, and then additional exposures that, quite frankly, may, have, may not have all surfaced yet at the present time. Underwriters have shared that they have they in the past were asked to underwrite accounts by looking at the financials. Now they're being asked to look at accounts from the perspective of who can survive the pandemic. So in the past, it was common to see changes in rates, retentions, and limits, but typically you didn't see all three variables impacted at the same time. But since mid-April of this year to the present, we are seeing changes in all those attributes. So rates are going up, retentions are going up, and limits are going down. Capacities in the marketplace has diminished with many markets either pulling back or even exiting public DNO. And this worldwide has had a dramatic impact on the availability of public DNO insurance, um, with this impact being felt in London, Australia, obviously the US. There is new capacity coming into the marketplace, but it's not quite there yet. The impact to coverage has been uh, fairly significant. So the enhancements that have been added over the years are being peeled back. Most policies are currently offering narrower coverage, some offering significantly narrower coverage. And on top of it, the insureds are facing sticker shock um, as they have come up on the renewals. Could you give a like a quick overview of side A coverage, side B coverage, and side C coverage for the listeners? Absolutely. So DNO insurance is comprised of three insuring agreements, and they're commonly referred to as sides A, B, and C. Side A coverage protects the directors and officers. Um, as individuals, and it responds in the the event that the entity is unable to indemnify the directors and officers. So this coverage typically responds when an insured is financially insolvent. So side A coverage responds when the entity is unable to um, indemnify directors and officers or where um, there is a settlement or judgment in connection with with a derivative action. So side A coverage is referred to as sleep insurance for directors and officers because, again, it's there to protect them and respond without any retention. Side B coverage protects the balance sheet of the insured entity by indemnifying the directors and officers when claims are made against them. So this is this coverage responds when the entity can indemnify the directors and officers, but, again, it protects the balance sheet of the insured entity. 
Size C coverage protects the balance sheet of the insured entity, but it's limited to claims against the entity. So with public accounts, Size C coverage is limited to securities claims, meaning allegations um, of violations of securities laws. For private insurance, private company insurance, Size C coverage is much broader and is not limited to securities claims. Thanks. I really appreciate that. And so you you had given the overview on public DNO. Is private DNO seeing the same issues from a rate standpoint, reductions in coverages? Yes, private DNO has followed um, the path of public DNO, but it has not been as um, severe in terms of the market um, correction, if you will. So underwriters have recalibrated their underwriting. They are also looking to reduce their limits. So that is fairly common as well. Retentions are increasing. Um, and again, these, these factors are being more aggressively uh, addressed in mid-size to larger private companies, but it is t- impacting nearly all sectors for private DNO insurance. Oh, from a rate perspective, what are you typically seeing on a, on private DNO somewhere in the 15 to 25% range? Um, it can be that range or it can be significantly higher, as high as reducing the limit in half and the premium staying the same. So it can be very difficult for insurers that perhaps were not in the most strong um, position financially previously. And so now their terms are looking at very, very differently from where they were in the past. And then additionally, the rates for certain companies, certain sectors that are viewed as more difficult for underwriters have been more aggressively impacted by underwriters in terms of rates. No, a lot of those industries, is that because of COVID uh, or a combination of COVID and other factors? It's a combination of COVID and um, the current economic climate that we're in caused by COVID. So there are some concerns about COVID exposures, but again, the financial impact that it's had to both operations and revenues and overall financial wherewithal of companies is really what's driving the underwriting changes. What kind of claims are being seen in private and public DNO from as a result of COVID? I mean, I know that there's, you know, there's issues from a safety standpoint, from a liability standpoint, uh, financial standpoint of the company if they didn't act responsibly. So what's what what are you seeing there? In terms of the claims, as you mentioned, um, it's very common to see more claims re- relating to the financial um, condition of the company. So that those are the types of claims that you see in any economic downturn. The difference now is that there are additional government programs, such as the CARES Act, um, the Payment Protection Program, otherwise known as PPE, which have impacted underwriting because those programs have specific requirements as respects certifications by applicants for um, seeking a loan and also seeking forgiveness of those loans. So those are causing additional exposures for DNO underwriters. And I personally have seen carriers adding exclusions on because they do not want to pick up that exposure. There are particular policies, specific policies, I should say, in the marketplace that address the PPP and the CARES Act type exposures that, again, can be underwritten for insurers to deal with their, um, their exposure to certification type issues 
um, and also application of the funds in an appropriate matter in compliance with those programs. So the False Claims Act, again, is the crux of where this exposure is. And, and briefly, to explain, the False Claims Act allows for um, a proceeding to be brought against a company um, that is makes misrepresentations in connection with funds sought from the government. So obviously, these loans are funds sought from the federal government. So there are requirements to comply with appropriate certifications. Um, to the extent that there's a determination that a company may not have applied to those certifications, that creates liability under the False Claims Act. There are um, penalties that can be assessed, um, damages that can be assessed. And on top of that, there are whistleblower claims that can be filed under the FCA um, that can be expensive to defend and difficult to deal with from a media standpoint as well. Jackie, we hear a lot about social inflation in the auto market, in the umbrella market as well. Is that an impact in the DNO and EPL markets too? Absolutely. So along with the low interest rate return that I mentioned early on, the impact of social inflation, that is the cost of settling claims, the concerns about judgments, et cetera, um, has certainly increased the losses, and that correspondingly is impacting the premiums and the retentions on the DNO book. So just uh, adding to what's already going on in all the other lines of business. Absolutely. What do carriers that you deal with, what do they suggest to boards of directors and the executives to protect themselves and their companies? Are, are there any anything that they're pushing out there in terms of this is what you need to be doing in this really dire time to protect your company? Um, I think this is an important topic, Charlie, and I appreciate you raising it. So board members have fiduciary obligations of care and loyalty, and that means they need to act in the best interest of the company for which they serve. Looking at the exposures that companies have in the current environment, I view the duty of care as being translated into obligations of oversight and disclosure. That's what underwriters are really looking to see um, how companies are handling these exposures. So to the extent that directors and officers are aware and taking appropriate steps and have appropriate oversight of various exposures, um, that is viewed as a positive factor. So oversight in the context of ensuring safety protocols are in place and being followed to protect employees, customers, et cetera. Oversight financially as respects understanding the impact um, of the pandemic and making appropriate disclosures. Certainly, if you're a public company, you have to make appropriate disclosures, but also, again, understanding the financial impact in the private company sector as well. We already mentioned oversight as respects government funds and loans. And here again, the focus is ensuring that someone is checking the accuracy of the certifications for loan applications and forgiveness applications, as well as having some oversight to make sure that governmental funds are being used for the purpose for which they were intended. Um, the goal is to avoid media publicity regarding wrongdoing as that exposure can certainly result in a higher potential for claims. Wow, that great response. Yeah. Thanks again, Jackie, for the rundown on DNO. We'll be back in the studio soon to cover EPL and market trends. Thanks for listening to this edition of Charlie's Corner brought to you by Iroquois Group. I am Edwin K. Morris, and I invite you to join us for the next edition of the Trusted Advisor Podcast.